welcome to the Heart of the Home podcast. I hope you find these messages as a light in the darkness as we talk about all things trauma, mental health, motherhood and everything in between. I'm your host Bethany, a trauma therapist and mum of four and my mission is to give you the tools to heal the trauma, befriend your brain and heal even the most broken parts of you. You are the heart of the home my beautiful friend and it's time to discover who you are called to be. with another oh my gosh (laughs) we're back with another episode is what I'm trying to say oh I love that it's just so like I feel like even though I'm not in a lounge room with a cup of tea and a beautiful intimate little chat with a girlfriend of mine that's what it feels like every time I jump on here and I just feel like I can completely be myself here guys um I feel like I can mess up and make mistakes and I feel like I can be professional and also unprofessional at the same time (laughs) it's so good I love it so thank you for being here and welcome to my little show on the heart of the home podcast my little corner of the world where I teach all things trauma and mental health and reducing generational trauma for our families If you're new here, another welcome to you, an extra special welcome to you. Um, Let me introduce myself so you know who I am and who this person is, who this person is that is speaking behind the microphone today. So I'm Bethany. (laughs) I am a mum of four. I have four little children ages from two to 13 um i'm super highly sensitive which is a beautiful gift and can sometimes feel like a burden at the same time but i like to see it as a beautiful gift i love my sensitivity it makes me who i am i'm a nurturer i'm a trauma survivor turned therapist i'm a mentor i hold space for incredible women who are serious dead set and intentional on reducing the generational trauma for themselves and their families. I'm known for my gentleness and my ability to hold space for others' pain. I'm known for my empathetic skills and my ability to nurture even the most broken. I love, love, love so much to write and talk and teach about all things trauma, recovery, the fight of mental health, and like I said, raising a future generation of little people that don't need to heal from the pain that you and I have suffered. I've been in the arena of mental health for over a decade now, starting with my bachelor's in psychology and going through my postgraduate in grief, loss and trauma counselling and studying um, acceptance and commitment therapy and psychotherapy as well. I have counselled and supported incredible women in their own trauma recovery and healing through individual counselling, group programs, including my very new and incredibly special heartfelt in-person support group safe and supported i'll share more on that soon and of course my online self-paced program the pocket therapist as well Um, and then here on the heart of the home podcast all the things happening now part of my mission is to also teach you the skills to be able to overcome the trauma that you've experienced to be able to manage those post-traumatic responses and your intrusive thoughts and nightmares and flashbacks and 
the anxiety, the panic and the rage and the emotional dysregulation, part of my work and part of my passion and what I love to do so much is to teach you the skills to navigate through all of that and make sense of all of that as well. Um, So that's what we're going to be doing on this episode today is teaching you a new skill. We're not taught how to uh, regulate our emotions in school regularly. (laughs) We're not taught how to regularly manage our emotions in school. Um, (laughs) The emotional regulation side of things, like it's something that we have to learn ourselves. And it's, you know, when we're so used to suppressing and numbing and disconnecting and dissociating, learning to sit in that emotion or in any emotion is part of emotional regulation. But learning to sit in that discomfort is really freaking hard. So I want to start teaching you how to do that. I mean, this whole season of the Heart of the Home podcast, Feel and Heal, is part of that, right? So this is the first skill among many that I'm going to be teaching you in the Heart of the Home podcast. And I'm really excited to bring this to you today. So it's going to be a little bit of of an interactive exercise for you. And I want you to practice it as you go along as, uh, and as you're listening in. Um, if you haven't already, go back and listen to the previous episode on establishing safety after trauma, because that will actually lay the foundations for this episode today. And the episode today is really a follow up. So go back and listen to that before continuing this episode if you can. Now, this exercise today that we're going to be learning is really going to be for establishing safety within the body. And the aim of this grounding exercise is called dropping anchor. And it comes from the acceptance and commitment therapy model, which is what I practice a lot with my clients and with myself. Um, And I have done extensive training in acceptance and commitment therapy. And it's a really great modality for learning to regulate our emotions and manage the intrusive thoughts and the anxiety and the panic and the rage. It's basically when we think of so the dropping anchor side of things comes from when we think of being in a storm right we're in a storm let's say we're in the sydney harbour if you're in australia or maybe you're in the atlantic ocean up north if you're in america or another part of the world um you are in a boat and there's a massive storm coming and you can kind of feel it brewing you kind of feel it building and building and building um then the waves start crashing and the clouds start getting darker and it starts pouring with rain and the wind starts and this storm is really howling like it's really in full force now. What a lot of, I don't know if this is the case for larger ships, I'm sure there is some um, some actual truth to this, but this is the analogy, right, that, that comes from the acceptance and commitment therapy model. The analogy is that in that storm, we don't, we can't get rid of the storm. We can't make it go away. We can't change it. We can't control the weather. We just basically have to sit in that storm. We have to just be in it and wait for it to pass. And we want to be able to think about regulating our emotions in that same way. We don't want to get rid of the emotion. We don't want to, you know, we can't change the emotion in that in that moment. We can't change how we're feeling in that moment. But what we can do is we can learn to sit in it and wait for it to pass. And emotions are like, they come in ebbs and flows, right? One moment we might feel sadness. Another moment we might feel anger or rage. Another moment we might even feel just that little snippet of joy. So emotions are ebbs and flows and they come and they go and they 
they move through us and so this exercise really is about allowing ourselves to sit in that and practice sitting in that sitting in that emotional storm okay because we can't change it we can't get rid of it but we can just sit in it and wait for it to pass just like the ship in the harbor so there's three steps to the dropping anchor exercise and it, and it really follows this pathway and we're going to be working through these three steps today so it follows the acronym ACE. So A is for acknowledging the inner experience. C is coming back to the body. And E is engaging with the world. So let's go through each of these one by one. So A, we want to be able to acknowledge that inner experience. We want to be able to acknowledge the emotion, the feeling, the thought, the sensation that you're experiencing right now. The aim here is not to push it away. The aim is not to get rid of it or to change it or to ignore it even. It's, that's not the purpose of this. We, we, we try that, right? We have tried that in the past. We've tried to numb, we've tried to dissociate, we've tried to disconnect and it might help for a very short period of time. But as you know, if you've done this, it comes back and sometimes it comes back more intense. And so that's really not helpful in the long run, is it? We want to be able to learn to practice sitting in this until it passes, sitting in these emotions or these feelings and sensations until it passes. So the aim here is really to acknowledge whatever thought, emotion, feeling or sensation that is going on for you right now in that moment. And really recognizing that you're feeling this and recognizing this as a simply part of being human. It's not because there's anything wrong with you. You're not feeling rage because there's something wrong with you. You're not feeling like your whole entire world is crashing in on you because there's something wrong with you. You're not feeling like you can't even breathe and you're suffocating. You're not feeling that because something's wrong with you. You're feeling that because you're human and something terrible has happened. You're feeling that because someone said this awful thing that triggered a memory of when you were a child and when your mom or your dad used to say something or do something to you. You're, you're in this fit of rage at something seemingly small because that one time that you were attacked by someone who was supposed to care for you, it, it's, it's set off this entire avalanche of emotions and, and feelings and sensations in the body. It's not because there's something wrong with you. It's because you're human. Those reactions are not abnormal. Those reactions are very normal to an abnormal experience. So what happened to you was not normal, but the way you're experiencing it now and feeling about it now is normal. So it's really just about acknowledging that experience right now, acknowledging the emotion or the thought. Let's say it's an intrusive thought and you have thought that, oh my gosh, you're so stupid. You're so dumb. You are such an idiot. Of course, no one's going to love you. Why would they love you when you make stupid mistakes like this? Right? So these intrusive thoughts, just acknowledging that they're there. So that could look like saying something like, I'm feeling a lot of despair. And you don't have to say this to anybody but yourself. I'm feeling a lot of despair. I'm feeling so much anger and so much rage right now. Or it could be, I'm feeling so sad. I'm just feeling sad. Or it could be I'm noticing painful memories. I'm noticing these really awful memories. I notice that they've come back. So some people prefer to say this out loud and others might prefer to write it in a journal. You might even like to just acknowledge it to yourself. 
within within your mind within your head and that's okay as well there's no right or wrong way to do this whatever you're most comfortable with sometimes it helps me like if the children if my kids are around me and I'm feeling really frustrated and really angry I'll look I'll say it to them and that can I mean there's so much benefit in that obviously it teaches them and opens up the dialogue for a conversation around a particular emotion particularly frustration and and anger and I'll say something to them like mommy's feeling so angry right now I'm just gonna go outside and have a have some fresh air Um, and I just remove myself Um, that normalizes feeling those things for them as well but it also normalizes it for me it's okay to be angry I was noticing that today oh my gosh (laughs) I was really noticing that and I let myself be angry because I'm human it's okay to be angry. Anger doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. So this first part of, of dropping anger is really acknowledging the inner, inner experience and whatever is going on for you in that moment. The next part to the dropping anchor exercise is coming back to the body, right? So we're following this acronym ACE. So we're at C, coming back to the body. Now, the aim of this step is to start to regain a sense of self-control by focusing on what you do have control over when these difficult thoughts, feelings and emotions are coming up for you. So as you know, I know that you know, when you're experiencing rage or anger or anxiety or panic or even the sadness and the grief, It can feel like your whole body's out of control. It feels like it's sometimes if it's quite intense, it feels like that body's not even yours. And you might even start to notice the dissociation start kicking in, right? Because the emotion's so intense. So it can feel really out of control. Sometimes it's quite terrifying if you go into a, a, you know, a state of rage or panic, like those intense hyper arousal experiences, Um, it can feel so out of control and you might almost fear yourself in some way so this is you know what what we do have control over and coming back to to our body in this way is is really focusing on how we're actually able to focus on the physical action that we can take with our body so we have control over you have control over how you move and how you stretch and how you walk you might not necessarily have control over how you're feeling in that moment but that's why we acknowledge it, right? That's why we acknowledge that that feeling or emotion or sensation is there in the body. But we want to come back to our body in the sense of being able to recognize and remember what we actually have control over. So right now I'm moving my arms up the top of my head like I'm waving to someone in the distance, right? I have control over that. I, I can move my arms in that way because I'm choosing to. You may... Um, may be able to recognize that, you know, something simply like changing your posture or sitting upright is something that you have control over. So in conjunction with being able to acknowledge that inner experience in that moment, you want to come back to your body and remember what parts of your body you do have control over. You might choose to go for a walk. So if you have noticed that you're going into this rage or this anxiety or this panic, you might choose to go for a walk and move your body in that way. And it's coming back to that, coming back to what you do have control over in your body. You may want to change posture or dance or sit upright or push your feet into the floor. You might want to squeeze your arms or your legs gently, rub your hands or squeeze your hands together. You might want to sort of just hold your head or rub your head. 
straighten your spine. There's so many ways that you can come back to your body and move your body in a really intentional way as you're experiencing this difficult emotion or feeling or sensation. And what these things can do is these little, you know, these little movements can actually help you regain control over your body when everything else feels out of control in that moment. Okay. So that's the purpose of coming back to the body. You don't necessarily have to really zone in on a particular area in the body. If you've never done that kind of work before, that can be really scary and confronting, um, especially if you feel really disconnected from the body. So I wouldn't necessarily recommend that at this stage of healing, but something just as simple as moving your arms, um, punching the pillow and, not, and, and intentionally choosing to do that can be a really powerful way to come back to the body. Okay, so then we move into the next um, part of this or the, the final step in this process and that's E for engaging with the world. So once we've been able to acknowledge the emotion or the sensation or the, or the thought, we can come back to the body and regain that sense of control over our body. The next step is really about expanding our awareness by noticing where you are, noticing what you're doing, what you can see, hear, touch, taste and smell. You don't have to do any five things of any particular color. It's Let's keep it simple, right? You don't have to do any of that. It's simply just start to re-engage. So let's say you're in your bedroom and you entered into this, into this state of rage. You start squeezing your hands together really hard, as hard as you can. You squeeze your hands together to try and come back to your body. So you acknowledge the rage, then you squeeze your hands together to come back to the body. Then what you might do as if your eyes were opened or maybe they were even closed, you start to sort of just notice what's in your room. So you might notice the floor and you might notice the soft carpet underneath your feet. You might notice that you're sitting on the bed or you might notice a cup of water that's sitting on your bedside table. And you just start to notice these little things in your room. And that's it. You're simply just re-engaging in the world around you, which in that moment is your bedroom. It doesn't mean you have to go out to do a whole social activity now because you've got to re-engage with the world in that way. That It doesn't mean that at all. It simply means that you're just re-engaging with something outside of yourself, okay, within your immediate environment. It might also be something as simple as having a sip of water or acknowledging the chair that you're sitting on, like the bed, or the type of carpet or flooring underneath your feet. And I just want to sort of reiterate here that this is not to distract you from the thoughts and feelings or emotions that you're going through, that you're experiencing, but it's rather just noticing what else there is in the room in addition to them, right? So you're feeling this rage, you're feeling this panic, you're feeling the sadness or the grief. You can come back to your body and regain a sense of control over your body. And you can also see what else is in the room around you. So you can feel something while also noticing something else. It's really just you acknowledging what you're experiencing and also noticing what else is there in addition to those experiences. And it's possible to experience difficult feelings and thoughts and sensations in the body and be able to engage with the world. It's possible. So this is really the focus here. So that's all. That's that's the acronym for ACE. So this is the dropping anchor exercise, acknowledging the inner experience, coming back to the body and re-engaging in the world or engaging in the world in your immediate environment. 
And again, this exercise or any of these exercises really take practice. It's, it's like learning a new skill. You can't just pick up a guitar and expect to be a master at it straight away. You've got to learn the chords and the strumming patterns and how to tune the guitar and whether or not to use your fingers or, or a guitar pick. You've got to learn these, these skills to make certain sounds from the guitar. Okay. And learning these new strategies and these new skills is, is the same sort of thing. We've got to practice them. So practice them when you're feeling the joy, when you're feeling the anger, the rage, the panic, the anxiety, the sadness, the grief, the despair, the shame. Practice it in each of these moments as often as you can and you'll notice quite quickly that your confidence will start to build in these moments and you'll be able to really start living in this way and each time you're feeling triggered or feeling intense emotions, you'll start to naturally come back to this way of managing them. And the last thing I want to say about this is that this whole step, this whole three-step process, there's no time limit on this. There's no, um, you know, specific amount of time that you need to be doing this for. It can simply be five minutes. It might be 50 minutes. It's whatever it's going to take for you to feel like you can re-engage in small ways after these difficult experiences. Okay. So I hope that's helpful for you. If you have any questions about this exercise, please let me know. If you would like a written version of this exercise, um, please send me an email and I can send it to you. I'll link the email, uh, my contact email below. It's always below these episodes anyway, but send it through to me and I can send you that PDF with the written instructions as well. All right, guys, go practice. Let me know how you go. I can't wait to hear how you're managing your emotions with this new skill. We'll see you next time on the Heart of the Home podcast. Bye-bye.